Well, hello there and welcome. Welcome to the Life and Faith Chats with Joy. I am so tickled, I'm excited, and I'm blessed that you chose to join me for the very first episode of my podcast. We all adhere to certain principles, rules, or traditions, something that we base our life on. And if we don't, then we're kind of playing Russian roulette. So my thinking is, why not use or subscribe to the number one all-time best-selling book, the Bible? Let's explore together on this journey known and unknown Bible characters who made choices and decisions that affected their lives that even affected ours. And let's find the lessons that we can use to make positive decisions and learn choices that pleased God and can bless us as we live our daily lives. We're going to begin where else but in the beginning. We're going to start with Eve, our common ancestry ancestor. And let's find out if we're like our great, 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 great grandmother. I'm going to read a few passages. Stick with me and we'll get right into the chat and the discussion to discover lessons that we can learn for our daily lives. Then God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. Remember that. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the heavens, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is on the face of all the earth, and every tree with seed in its fruit. You shall have them for food. For all my vegetarians in the house, this is a place where you kind of celebrate and look at the rest of us as funny. So those were the scriptures that I just read because we needed some background information. And we start off our chat talking about our special personality, Eve. Eve was created in the image and likeness of God. The Bible said so. We also have to note the fact that God is creator. That needs to be established. What I did not read, and you can check that out for yourself, is that God gave everything to Adam and to Eve. He didn't necessarily call her Eve. That's a whole different side story. But he gave it to them, to Adam. That's who he presented this, or rather placed them in this prepared garden. He placed Adam first, saying that on purpose, 
And then when there wasn't a help that was made that was fit for Adam, he brought in another created being made in his image and likeness, the choice of God. And he brought in the woman and presented her to Adam. So Eve entered into a prepared place to a perfect person or perfect mate, somewhere for us to pause and say, wow, because we all seek for this perfect ethereal mate. And she entered into the optimal situation. Everything she needed was provided for her. She was created perfectly. She was given the identity that she was in the creation, the first woman, and she was also made in the image of her father and in his likeness. She had tendencies like God and God gave her the authority and the dominion over every other created creature. She and Adam together were to rule. Okay, y'all, I need to make some kind of noise here. This is what we're all looking for. Identity, purpose, perfection, and something or someone to rule over and dominate. Yes, we are. And when I say that, I mean being in control of our own lives. And truth being told, having something or someone to look up to us or to adore us. Those are God-like tendencies. We as humans are constantly looking for the perfect situation. This is a woman that had no baggage, no backstory. She had no abusive childhood. She had no crazy parents. She didn't even have bullies from school. She was purposed, created, designed perfectly and put into the perfect situation that we chase for all of our lives. She was given a choice as we all are every day. The thing is, is that Eve could have gone on living her perfect life and continuing her day. And bottom line, we wouldn't be having this podcast. We'd probably be talking about something else in our Garden of Eden, enjoying our perfection. But Eve chose to make a choice. And the choice that she made were between what we say are two trees, but the choice that our grandmother made was an eternal choice. We have to be careful how we make decisions. Remember, we are eternal beings. We cannot go by what looks good, smells good, tastes good. And we also cannot base our decisions on another created creature or another created thing. We need to base it on the word of God and his authority. So in the case of Eve, she thought it was just a fruit that she couldn't eat. Eve's focus on what she couldn't have skewed her vision for what she did have. And it also caused her to totally disrespect the eternal word of God. 
This was not just a fruit, and by the way, wasn't an apple or sex. This was the eternal word of God. Eve somehow allowed herself to be deceived and also to believe there would be no consequences. Meanwhile, God put no restrictions on the tree of life. But he did say, do not eat of this tree so that you don't learn the knowledge of good and evil. If you could talk to her, what would you ask her? What would you say? And what do you think she would tell us now that she's on the other side of this choice that she made? What was going on? What was up? Why does she want to learn about evil? What exactly does she think she's missing? What lie did she buy? Why didn't she choose the tree of life? Does any of this kind of ring a bell that, huh, maybe we actually are related? May I suggest that we battle with those lies daily? One of those lies were that because this crafty serpent or crafty creature told her that did God say, you shall not surely die? And the serpent or crafty creature said, God knows in the day that you eat of it, that you will be like him. So again, this is a place where I wish I could sing because I would say dun 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 You know how they play the evil music in the movies? First, Satan questions God's authority as God. He questioned God's word. That is so important that we remember that God is his word and God doesn't lie. God is God, period. And what he says is what he means, period. Authority. Think about this from the standpoint of a parent, especially a good one, or from a tyrant standpoint, or even us. We don't like to be questioned. This God gave us a choice. Let's go back to the other thing Satan did. I'll call him crafty creature because that's what the Bible said. Satan questioned Well, I wouldn't say he questioned. He made her question her identity, something that we have big problems with. Truth be told, something that we struggle with a lot. I know I do. Because where do we get our moral compass from or purpose? God said, let us make man in our image. The Bible tells us that we were made in the image and likeness of God. So after that, we should say, period. Eve was as we are already in the image of God. We already carry his likeness. He put his very breath into us and made us the living soul. So this creature who questioned God's word caused us to question, or E, her identity. Because this created creature was not made in the image of light and likeness of God. Here's something else that happened. Eve was given the authority over every created being and everything. Eve could have silenced or stopped that creature if she chose to. Why didn't she? 
Why was she even entertaining conversation with this creature? Apparently, the other animals talked. They may not have been as crafty, but apparently they talked. Why did she select a creature? And why was she hanging out, staring at one tree when there was another tree right next to it? Why was Eve thinking that she was missing out on something? Let me stop pontificating, and I hope that you are not in your spot, wherever you are, thinking, what's wrong with that, Eve? The question comes back, what's wrong with us? What is wrong with us? Let me answer or suggest the answer to you. Eve's DNA runs through our veins. But also, let's not forget, we're stamped with the image of the God who made us. So we are given a choice. It's not a mistake. We do get to choose. Here's the alarm moment. Let me suggest that when we have or are given everything, the Bible says everything in Ephesians, that God has given us everything pertaining to life and godliness. The fire alarm is that we constantly question God's authority. We constantly question God's goodness and his intention toward us. And we constantly think that somehow we're missing out on something. The interesting thing is the more we have, the more unthankful or the more I'm not quite sure, the more comfortable we become and think that we are owed something. So if we get up every day and there are no problems, we assume that we'll get up tomorrow. If I can see, no big deal. I don't even appreciate my sight or my breath if there is not a challenge. Does this remind us of someone? Maybe Eve? Eve had everything and she thought she was missing something. Whatever this elusive something was, that was her play in thinking that she could eat this fruit, that the one thing that God asked her not to do. She didn't see the countless number of plants and the beauty and the provision around her. She didn't acknowledge or trust the Lordship of God. She did not appreciate who she was, her identity, or her access to God. Do we? Eve had the opportunity to rule, to reign, and to create dynasty, and to have everything that we have now. We still do. But one of the things that I think we're missing is the fact that God choose to make these creatures, that's us, in his image. And maybe it was because God wanted a relationship with creatures who chose him. Maybe because remember we're in his image and likeness and have tendencies like him. Maybe God wanted children who appreciated him more than all the things around them. 
Maybe God wanted us to choose him the way he chose us. Is it possible that God gave her all those things, gave her the authority, knowing that there was a very crafty, wicked enemy coming towards her, and God was rooting for her to say, I'm going to trust God and his word, and I am going to choose life over evil. I'm going to trust God. I'm going to appreciate what I have, and I'm going to exult and exude in who I am, in what God made me, and I'm going to worship my creator more than his creation and definitely more than you who have been made beneath me. What choices are you faced with today? Who are you going to choose? Let me drop an extra gem in here for you today. Eve didn't get the biggest picture that God gave her everything, but God also knew that nothing else satisfies except for a relationship and connection to him. You and I can choose to learn that sooner or later. We can have everything. We can have all perfection. We can have all our needs met, but nothing else satisfies except for God. So are you going to choose life? That's not the only time that's asked in the Bible. In fact, in the Old Testament, God tells the children of Israel, I set before you today life and death. Choose life. God is always asking us to choose life, but God is also asking us to choose him, to choose the fact that he actually loved us. He actually created us for good. He actually has plans for us. You see, we can assume that we know what's really going on. We can assume that we know this and take our authority from other places because, you know, they're experts. But what if we choose to check out what God has to say? And what if we choose to believe God and to believe that there is a purpose and a better way of doing things? How much are we like Eve, where we take good things and the grace of God and the blessings of God for granted, and we constantly think that there's something better or the grass is greener on the other side. After all, they were in a garden. Or we think that, you know, all these fruits over here cannot be good enough because I don't have this one. What would you call that? I'm not sure. Is that greed, envy, pride, deceit? My friend, my distant DNA relative, we are very much like Eve, but we are also given a choice, a choice daily. We have a choice today to choose God, to choose his word, to choose to trust that he loves us, and to choose the identity that he gave us, made in his image and likeness. To choose that he has a plan for our lives. We need to ask him. Eve had access to God. We do too. 
We may not see him physically like Eve did where he came and he walked and talked with them. But then God is also present, very present. The Bible says he's a very present help. He wants to be involved with us. If you check that story after giving everything, I believe that God was saying, you know, remember me. He only came in the evenings to check on their days and to talk their day and to talk with them. And perhaps that's what God is nudging you towards, even as you chose to follow this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this was our first chat. Please come back. There are so many more interesting, exciting, and life lessons to learn from the Word of God. Please come back. I am very excited, and I want you to be too. There is a sequel to this episode, and the title of it is Close Encounter, actually an epic encounter with a God kind. You can see I'm still going back and forth, but it is going to be exciting and quite revealing. We're going to be comparing and contrasting, mostly contrasting, Jesus's temptation in the wilderness to that of Eve's in the garden and the life lessons that he left for us to use. Okay then, so kindly, if you haven't done so already, please remember to subscribe. That way you will always know when I upload another episode. Also, kindly rate it. Hopefully you like and please share with a friend. You can find my podcast on multiple podcast platforms and also interact with me on Facebook, Life and Faith Chats podcast, and with um, Instagram. You can also interact with me that way too, Life and Faith Chats podcast. And of course, it's with joy. Thank you so much again for joining me. Let's all remember to choose wisely. Choose God's word. Choose life.